How many people do you know set goals and never, ever achieve them? Probably a whole lot. You may even be that person. In today's Vision and Goals series, we are discussing the best way to set goals and how to achieve them. If 2020 is a year you actually get things done, unlike 2019, this is your show. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Hey, queens, welcome, and kings, I'm sorry, welcome to Define You Radio. I am your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, and I am here with my beautiful hot seat queen co-host, Queen LaVon. Hey, Queen LaVon, how are you doing today? Hello, and Happy New Year's. Yay, 20, I'm never sure whether you say, whether you say Happy New Year or New Year's with the S. Without the S. Okay. It is. I, I've been doing it right. I wasn't sure, but I've been doing it yeah. right. Because, you know, people you doing it right. Different. <laughs> if you are a new listener to Define You Radio, thank you so much for being here. And if there's something you want us to discuss on the show, make sure you let us know on social media or you can visit defineuradio.com. Okay, Queen, I want to go ahead and deep dive into this topic about goals so when you think about your 2020 goals or even past goals why why do you set goals I think the help the best part about setting goals is they help you to have a vision you know have for me especially with writing down the goals it gives me something to help hold me accountable help me to remember my why and just to keep me on track as to what it, what I plan on doing, what I want to do, what my dreams are, because sometimes we need to keep that in front of us. So for me, um, setting goals allow me to have some level of accountability and sort of a checklist to make sure that I'm actually moving and progressing. Mm, I love that. And it's more amazing to me that everybody don't set goals. Mm-mm. And to me, I'm like, how do you operate? Not it's like throwing darts, and you don't have a dartboard, mm-hmm. just hoping, hoping it hits something, mm-hmm. you know, or throwing money in the air and hoping it land on a bill or something of that nature. I don't know, but exactly. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> One of the reasons kings and queens you should set goals is because, like the dartboard, it gives you something to aim for. Mm-hmm. Like Queen LaVon said, it helps you to to focus and remember your your why, so to speak. Um, like if you have a goal to lose weight, that's actually you setting a goal. But the bigger question is why? Why do you want to lose weight? So mm-hmm. I hope that helps. It also gives you a little motivation. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to lose weight and had that as a goal was because I never wore a bikini ever in my entire life. And I wanted to know what it felt like to go enjoy Destin, Florida, which is one of my favorite places in the world, um, in a bikini. And I, and so when I finally hit that goal, I mean, I'm not wearing a bikini anymore and probably only did it like once or twice because I am (laughs) a little prudish 
as I've gotten older. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to know what it felt like to have the sun on, on my body and feel, you know, confident in, in those things. And also better my health, even though my health wasn't bad. But, and before anybody comments on our, on our pages or whatever about being body positive, you do you, boo-boo. I did not want to go back, you know, body positive to me is feeling good about your body. And I did not feel good wearing a bikini and my stomach wasn't bikini cute. (laughs) I'm doing like such an eye roll right now, like Uh such an eye roll (laughs) and, and goals, um, setting goals, kind of gives you the opportunity to change your life and be the best you could be. That's how I look at it. Um, A lot of times when we look at, you know, those, you know, generations of poverty, Mm. um, sometimes, you know, you see people get comfortable in being poor and being in in poverty. Queen LaVon. That is very true because the mindset is, this is this is okay. This is comfortable. This is what we know. Um, I actually was sharing that same comment and thought with a coworker how in some communities, you know, and, and it's not to be against anyone because I know I know what it's like to grow up, you know, in the system because I was, you know, born by teenage um, birth by my teen, my mother was a teenage single mom, so, but you have to want more. And you have to see more and know that there's more because sometimes we get this mindset that to graduate high school was like, wow, you know, that was the ultimate goal to graduate high school. But and if you was fortunate enough to aspire to go to college, then you went to college. But for most, it was like if you went to went to school and you got a job and that was it, you were good. And that was like, okay. And now I think we live in a day and time where we understand that wanting more that you don't have just because you were born in poverty doesn't mean you have to stay in poverty, that you can be educated, that you can, you know, have dreams. You can be an entrepreneur, that you can actually make money off your gifts and talents instead of thinking, you know, if it was enough to be born, to work and to die, you know, what about all the life that should happen in the middle? So Mm. I think being able to break that mindset, especially at an early age, it doesn't matter if you don't have everything that you want your kids to have. We should not put that same fear of those stipulations on them that they can't have more, that be happy right here where we are. But we should be pouring into them so that they can have anything that they want, that they can do better and greater than us. Mm. So, um like nail on the head, just smack in the face for some people. And Mm. uh, like everything you just said, because I oftentimes, I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up in a household that talked about goals at all. Oh no, me neither. You know, and Mm -hmm. I made a, had to make a conscious effort that when I learned and, and started setting goals and achieving them, I made sure, you know, Cameron knew that from a very early age, but Mm -hmm. I see it all the time. I see people, you know, that I've known throughout my years 
I'm not going to mm-hmm. pinpoint and pick you out. That's if you convicted right now, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But because they never, because they didn't grow up in a household setting goals, they didn't okay. set goals for their self. They don't even try to teach their children about setting goals, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a whole lot of negative um, self-talk that a lot of times people grow up in. Like, um, I just want to pay my rent. To me, that's not a goal. I know. Exactly. You know? Is that how you want to obtain to just to be able to say I have a house and my bills are paid? You know, that that's it. You know, I pay my bills. But you're pay- yes, your bills are paid, but you work in paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. to pay the bills. There's no overflow. There's no extra. So, you know, you can't even say that there's even a lot of peace and a lot of joy there because right. you have you now you feel like if I can't even afford to practice self-care, I can't afford to take a vacation. I can't afford to do anything because I had to pay the rent mm-hmm. and that's all I can do. And, you know, I've said um, I I don't want to say it like this because I am not. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Condoning crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but. I could see how somebody who grew up in a household that didn't set goals and didn't do anything except complain about life and just get content in that dysfunction and mm-hmm. whatever, and but yet go to work every day. I could see how somebody said, well, you know, why why should I work if this is what I expect? I might as well go out here and try to get that money, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why do you think that's what makes the picture, the illusion of those people that may be out and, you know, having illegal activity, but they're having that quick money. Um, that what makes it so enticing because people's like, OK, well, they have the house and they have the car and they're not having to just go to a job that, you know, most of us as kids, you hear your mom or your dad talk about how much they hate it every day. But they have to go there anyway because they got them, you know, paid the rent. Um, right. So when you see that person that is going on the trips and enjoying life and what you feel like living their best life, but they're making quick and easy money, it becomes enticing because you look at mom and dad. They're there every day, getting up, doing their nine to five, complaining every day how much they hate they work. You see them just paying bills, but not really living. And then you see this person on the outside that looks like they're living their best life. I mean, what would you choose? Right. I chose to use my powers for good, but it was <laughs> it was a hard decision. <laughs> you know, it's a hard decision to use my powers for good versus not so good. <laughs> um, but one of the things, you know, when we talk about why set goals is you know, I think to sum it up is because you want better, mm-hmm. whatever that is, a better body, better health, um, a, a better whatever, because you want better. Yeah, it is. It truly is. And I think there's a part in each of us that we're born with wanting more, you know, mm-hmm. aspiring more, but somewhere along the line or the circumstances or like we said when you're not raised to aspire to greater or there there's no goals you no ta- you're not taught to do anything differently somewhere that desire 
that little flame is just snuffed out. But I think there is a part of us, some of us are fortunate enough that someone comes along or something comes along that sparks that desire again, that says, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. I wonder, can I make money out for this? Or, oh, that person is a writer. I didn't realize you could really make money from that. And so it wakes up something in us that says, I can do better and I can want more. But a lot of people don't get that spark. Mm. So in this generation, we have to, um, I think that's why we see a lot more where you hear people talking about setting goals or, you know, writing their visions or having vision boards, because we have to keep that in the forefront of our mind. Because if not, if you don't have that visual, you don't have that goal list, then what happens? That little flame gets snuffed out, stuff snuffed out and where you end up. Mm. Back to the status quo, the nine to five, day in and day out. Mm. And it's not, I don't want people to, you know, get confused Mm -mm. because it's not just about materialistic things or having, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. you know, uh, a better house or, or whatever else, even if it's, you know, health goals. And the reason why I hit on that, because most of the time, obesity, overweight, that kind of stuff is, um, runs in your family, everybody around there eating ridiculous, you eating ridiculous. And even though the health problems are, are known in the family as well, nobody's saying, Hey, um, I'm, I'm going to set a goal to get healthier, Mm -hmm. you know, because unless they got sick. Rip, think about it. And sometimes not even then. That's Go true. ahead, Queen. It's- no, you, you're exactly right. That's true. But if they do set a goal, it's usually because of some type of circumstance. Something had to happen to push them to that place. And like you said, we don't want our listeners to get confused and think that it's just about the materialistic aspect of setting goals. To me, that's just that's always, to me, just the icing on the cake. That's just extra if you're fortunate enough to get those things. But at at the end of the day, it has to be about you. What is it that you are meant to do here in this earth? And a lot of times it starts with having that conversation with yourself and writing out goals and, you know, writing out the visions or aspects of aspiring to more. It has to start there. And because a lot of times if you get to where you are in touch with yourself, And you are, you know, understanding that what I need or what I, you know, hope to pursue in life is important that I care about myself. Then you're going to care about not only your physical health, but you Mm -hmm. also have to care about your mental health and your emotional health. So goal setting can also help you in those areas of having mental clarity, helping you to have emotional stability and Mm -hmm. helping you to have physical, you know, balance. Mm. So you have to, goals are not just, so I set a goal because I want to make a million dollars in the next six months. For some people, like you said, it could be, you know what, I want to get off of um, this cholesterol medicine. So I'm setting a goal that I, if I can drop, you know, 10 pounds or 20 pounds, the doctor said I can lower my blood pressure and I won't have to take blood pressure pills no more. Mm. I mean, so it is goal setting should be in every area Aspect, of your life. Definitely. One yes. of the things I want to say, and um, 
if you guys are in our private Facebook group, the Define You, and yes, it is just for women. It's a small group of us that encourage and uh, push each other and motivate each other and those things. Um, And so in that private group, uh, I talk about, and I've talked about how Queen LaVon introduced me to a new side of Valencia. (laughs) Uh, Roughly last year, she introduced me, um, and I don't want to say it because I don't want nobody texting her and asking her questions and (laughs) stuff like that. So I'm not going to say how she introduced me uh, exactly, but... um, she introduced me to taking better care of myself as far as getting a massage. And so since that introduction to Valencia, this is a way you could take better care of yourself or whatever. I have been doing it monthly. And that was a goal I set, not Mm -hmm. the massage, but the taking better care of myself. And so the massage is that thing that I do to achieve that goal and then I've added a facial because if y'all know me I'm very honest I'm over 40 and I'm mm-hmm. you know your skin start changing as you get older so if you like in your 20s and stuff please start wiping that makeup off before you go to bed amen hmm. amen so, <laughs> so how how do you set goals because we kind of discuss why you should set them but how do you how do you set goals like what's your process usually um depending on which area of my life that i am focusing on when i'm writing the goals if it's something more personal like for my health wise like like weight loss is one of my goals set for this year then i actually start looking at what am i not doing right right now Mm -hmm. Like I know well, I eat out way too much, um, probably eat too much fried foods. Um, so I start looking at those things and try to pick out, okay, I may say, let what's the first, what's one thing I can do right now that will make a difference and start creating a list. So I, one thing I know I could control and I could do more of was drinking more water. I could cut out fried foods because I, that's something that I've done before. Um, and eating out, I said, you know what? I can take my lunch. So even like today, um, I made sure that I stepped out to run to the grocery store, to the um, dollar store, and I brought me some containers so that I can be better equipped. Because I know if I wanted to achieve this goal, I had to have all the necessary tools um, that were help me to achieve it. So if it was something like that, then I had to have some self-reflection to help me. And I think self-reflection probably would fit into any area of your life. Because if it's financial, if you set a financial goal, you got to look at how you're spending your money and where you're spending your money. Mm-hmm. So start with self-reflection and then give myself at least one thing that I know I can start immediately, that I can do right now that can make a difference um, in that goal set and then build from there. Mm. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. I I would say when I look at a, a goal that I already set, um, I look at, okay, where I'm at and where I want to be. Mm-hmm. So w- regardless of what that is, you definitely want to look at where you are versus where you want to be. If one of the goals you set was to write a book where you are, 
you haven't written a word where you want to be a published author. <laughs> so um, that's, you know, an example. Um, if it's, you know, finances, if you want to go from being in debt to, you know, being able to save up for a down payment on the house, for instance. Mm -hmm. So Uh that's one of the things that I look at, um, even if it's a feeling like with the, with the self care, I -hmm. knew I was stressed and I was doing too, way too much. Um, you know, I'm very hard on myself and I'm definitely, that's like a constant battle. I think for most people, we're hard on ourselves, but I didn't want to, um, I want to take more time for me where I'm absolutely not doing anything business related mm-hmm. or or other people focused. And I wanted to get to a place, that place, you know, to where I was comfortable with that. Because even when you start self-care, um, sometimes like you're not always comfortable, especially if it's a mental thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so I had a, I had to really just say, Hey, this is my, this is my day. Do not text me or call me between these certain hours. Um, and I wanted that feeling of feeling free and not feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. so yes. I understand the very definition of why you say, um, you know, talk about being selfish mm-hmm. and not feeling guilty about it. So, so like, especially if you have like mental health goals, um, mm-hmm. to be more at peace, you, your starting place, you're not at peace where you want to end up is being at peace, but more, what does that mean? What does that look like? Exactly. I like something that you said to, um, Queen Valencia, where you spoke about, you know, having that and your self-care time and having that time just for you and, and, you know, not feeling guilty about it because a lot of times when we're doing something that is truly to benefit us, whether it's personal, it's relational, it's financial, you know, mental, emotional, regardless, when we know we're doing it strictly for ourselves, oftentimes we will feel guilty about it because we feel like if I'm doing this just for me, then I'm not doing for someone else or caring for someone else, like I'm subtracting from someone else. And that's one of the things with writing a goal. That's another area where writing those goals and having goals help you. Because as we said, it keeps that why in front of you. Because when someone will guilt you for like, well, why are you, why you have to have a massage, you know, Mm. that you could spend this time with me or you can spend that money elsewhere. Or I say, well, I tried to call you because when you're getting your massage, you can't answer your phone. You know, mm-hmm. if you like me, I put my phone on silent because that is my hour. That's my hour and a half for just me. And then people will make you feel guilty. Like, well, I tried to call you and I needed you. And you know what? <laughs> if you for, if you allow people to guilt you, you will forget that why if you don't have those goals set in front of you because then, but when you have that goal and say, you know what, I'm doing this because this is something that I deserve so that I can have mental clarity so that I can be in better health so I can have peace. So maybe that I don't go off on people, you know? Hashtag amen. <laughs> so maybe when I answer the phone, I won't have bass in my voice. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to kind of bounce off something you had, especially for those kings and queens 
that want to um, set goals to do more self-care and, and take better care of themselves in 2020. Um, like Queen Vaughn said about people guilting you. But another mm-hmm. thing, another thing is is um, people trying to shame you or make you feel some kind of way. And of course, Ooh. Queen Vaughn could put it more um, eloquent. But I've had people say, oh, it must be nice. Mm. To okay. If I say, okay, well, you know, like, I'm about to get a massage or it's my massage day or I'll holler at you later or whatever. Then you get that mm, hate, whatever you want to call it, that shame, like, oh, it must be nice. All of us mm-hmm. not able. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, Queen LaVon, because I feel the bass rising up in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so true. See, that falls right in line with those people that use the word that you all know I can't I hate when people say that when they say little because mm. it's a it's a shady way of belittling someone yeah. almost because you're saying oh it must be nice because usually they don't say it oh that's nice which means you know I'm happy for you but when you say oh it must be nice they're saying yeah. like oh so you can do this but I can't or you mm-hmm. have time for that and you know how did you get time for that or how did you get money for that yeah so it's say it. it's an underhand yeah an underhanded way of belittling you but you can and at the end of the day still you can't allow people to do that it's the same as because it's another way of guilting it's another way of them using that little word or yeah. just another way to belittle you and to make you sometimes because we will stop and think like oh well maybe I shouldn't you know maybe I don't deserve or maybe I should give this at the end of the day, you have you owe it to you to make you a priority. Mm. No one can love you and should be able to love you more than you love yourself. Mm. And you can't want that for yourself. You can't want peace, joy, happiness, anything, your financial freedom, emotional stability. You can't want that for yourself more than anyone else. No one can want that for you more than you do. And, and so... I was going to say, and don't let, because a lot of times when you do set goals and you start working your pathway to achieve them, you know, like Queen LaVon said, you will hear, people will say, oh, you know, congratulations on your little promotion or mm. or your little house or your little new car, your little whatever. Do not let that um, discourage you from mm-hmm. setting and achieving goals. Shoot. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> and you know, but you what you can do, and the great thing about it is because when they use that little word, you know, oh, your look, I like your, you know, your new little car, or that's nice. You know, you can say, well, you know what, I had a goal, and I set out and I accomplished it. I'll be more than happy to share you share my goal list with you. Mm. Because you know what, you can have the same things that I'm having, and that's what people oftentimes don't realize. You can have the same thing that someone else has. There is nothing stopping you because you can buckle down, you can set goals, and you can check start checking things off your list. It's just that easy. No one, no one that is working hard out here to have something did it overnight. If they're truly out here working and putting in the effort, then there was a process. We can't skip the process. And that goal list is what helps you stick to the process. 
I'm I'm glad you said that because that's the next thing I wanted to hit real quick is um because you've mentioned several times about writing it down, writing your goal down, because these are, you know, this is a process to actually achieving your goals. Cause some people will set goals, they'll have them in their head. I'm taking mental notes, but never mm-hmm. write them down. How important is that like when you set a goal and stuff, like how important is it to writing down that you actually achieve it? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. It's, even though, you know, we want to write it down to the process and everything, our steps, you know, set the goals, you know, making sure that our goals follow, you know, the smart method that they are actually, you know, attainable. But then you also have to, you come back, that it's something about the visual. When you write things down, one, there's a connection with your mental. That's when you write things down, it begins to get ingrained into your thought process and into your mentals and you'll be able to speak over it. But even once you get to the place where you achieve that, you should write that down because it's like a reward to yourself to say, you know what, you did this. And it helps you to create a track record that you can look back and say, you know what, even though everything was going crazy during that period in my life, look, I set a goal. You know, it was tight, but I achieved everything that I set out to. Because you think if you roll out a financial goal to buy a house, you know that you, okay, we had, I had to make some changes. I had to make some cutbacks because I wanted to put extra savings aside. And things may have gotten tight for a little while. But when you achieve to be able to purchase that house and you're holding those keys and you look back, you know, you want to write down the date that you got those keys and write down those accomplishments because sometimes you will be able to, you may have the ability to share that. And especially if you have kids, you want them to be able to see that. Mm. This is what hard work can get you. I love that you uh, said that. We're definitely going to touch more on that when we do our upcoming show talking about money. But just to kind of throw this out there, when we went to got ready to buy our house, I had to cut back on my wig habit. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I'm going to just leave it at that. And you guys just going to have to watch our, um, the show we do about saving money and stuff. And I'll probably go into a little bit more detail about what it was before, what (laughs) we had to do to save and go from there. But Queen Levant is right on so many levels. Mm -hmm. Um, Something I think is important as well is definitely accountability. Yes. Um, You know, whether it's your child, your spouse, your friend, um, some kind of way you need somebody that will hold you accountable and say, wait a minute, didn't you say you were going to save $200 and I just saw you spend, you know, buy like three wigs and I know that was roughly that much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> roughly. <laughs> roughly. Roughly. Um, setting dates, like with the yes. action steps. So um, like by this date, like one of my goals this year, is to actually do either group or one-on-one counseling just to to better myself really um all about that self-care that Queen Levon has, you know, turned me on to really taking care of myself more and just and for my mental health. Cause like I said earlier, I'm harder on myself than anybody. So getting counseling I is definitely 
part of that. So one of my action steps was by by this day, I needed to check my insurance to find out my mental health coverage because I'm going to tell you, people don't think about that. You just automatically assume your um, insurance will cover X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. If if I had a drug or alcohol problem, nine times out of 10, your insurance covers that. I'd say probably 10 out of 10. But mm-hmm. I want to go get counseling just because you check your benefits. So that was one of my action steps to that goal of, you know, going to be able to do maybe monthly every other month counseling was find out what my insurance was going to pay for. Because if they was going to pay for it, that's my money. Exactly. But you're absolutely right, Queen Val. Uh, Most insurance companies, and I would say probably, especially within the past, maybe two years, two years prior, you would not even see um, companies offering anything Mm -hmm. for mental health. And but I would say probably in the last two years, you've seen more and more companies that have coming on to understanding that mental mental health is important. Yeah. I know I could speak just for myself, our company, and it was only last year that it started being offered, and they actually had um, counselors that come in where we can actually get either personal or family counseling oh, that's if good. needed. Mm-hmm. And that, but that was only, like I said, just last year that they're understanding, recognizing, and I would probably, probably be safe to say it was because we actually had an, an employee that committed suicide mm. and it, it leaves us wondering, what did we miss? What did we not see? But right. it helped to wake the people, you know, for a lack of better words to see that, you know, this is something we have to take seriously. So as Queen Val said, check, start there first, check with your um, health insurance, um, because more and more companies are adding that onto their um, programs. Mm. So that I can't wait till we, um, you know, do our show on mental health. And if you guys want to yeah. see what shows are coming up, then definitely connect with us on Facebook. And that way you could kind of see what we're going to be discussing this year. I will have that posted by the time this show airs <laughs> where you, where you kind of know the 2020 outlook. So I promise by the time you guys hear this show, go to uh, define you radio's Facebook page. And I promise it will be a 2020 upcoming show list. Okay. So see how I, I set my goal. Mm-hmm. I made it accountable and I got mm-hmm. a date by the time this yep. show airs. So <laughs> I would say with, with everything we said with uh, the goals or whatever, you know, after all of that, wash, rinse, repeat. Yes, exactly. So, um, Queen LaVon, any closing words and how can the audience connect with you? Okay. I, I had a closing word, but I was trying to find the image because it was... Um, because I thought this was, it goes perfectly in line with what we're talking about, but it was saying something along the lines that, you know, um, that your goals, by setting a goal, you can begin to put into place, you know, those things that you're aspiring to, your dreams and your um, hope, your purpose and your passion. And then being able to write those things down, actually 
moves you to a level of accountability so that you can begin to execute. And as you begin to execute, there's a deeper level of accountability because now you begin to um, kind of celebrate. And as you begin to celebrate and to speak over those things, you will begin to see those things manifested. So if I was to leave a closing remark, it will be that to set the atmosphere by first creating a goal, make sure that that goal is something that is truly obtainable. And then once you kill it, you get that goal and you knock it out. As Queen Val said, wash, rinse, repeat, set another goal because now you can set the bar a little higher. And then the next time you keep going a little higher and then you will look back and say, wow, look how far I've come. Look mm-hmm. how far I've been able to come. And as we said earlier, then all of that materialistic stuff that just becomes the icing on the cake mm. because you've put in the work and you've done the work and you've held yourself accountable and you've executed. And now you're walking into exactly what you have um, envisioned. Mm. Hashtag amen.com. That's what I'm going to start saying in 2020. Instead of my hashtag amen, I'm going to say hashtag amen.com. And you guys probably would have had to listen to one of our 2019 shows unless it was something we said in a private conversation that had a, a hashtag and a dot com on uh-huh. it and referring to Mr. Wallace. But um, Queen Levon, how can the audience connect with you? Very easy, nice and simple. LaVon Copeland on all social media outlets. And my website is the same, www.lavoncopeland.com. Yay. So Kings and Queens class is over, but now it's time for today's session's homework. So this week, I want you to think about why you want a better life. What does that look like? And write your goals from that visual picture. Mm-hmm. I think that's good and easy homework. Y'all can accomplish that before it's time for the next show. I'm just yes. saying. And if you want to share it with us, go ahead and do that on our social media. You could inbox us. You could, you know, connect with Queen Levon and say, hey, I wrote my goals down. Here's the visual, you know, and we'll definitely give you some sort of shout out. You never know. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to Define You Radio. If you got something out of today's session, like I said earlier, share with your friends, family, and foes. Subscribe and leave a review. Don't forget to connect with us on social media at the Define You. And remember, your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition. And what you do with that is up to you.